Hello, pot people. We are back for another episode of Finding My Fit at 40, and I am still over 40, and I am still not 100% fit. I'm working I, on it, you know, Is 100% fit, I think? I have to say, I did weigh myself today. It depends on your mindset. That's true, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> you weighed yourself today. I did, because I was worried, because it's been... Uh, since I was worried. I was, <laughs> I was worried. Where's my scale? So, That's how you freak him out. You just hide the scale in the morning. Yeah, right. <laughs> I haven't weighed myself in a, in a little bit, and I've just kind of been I've Coasting? been tracking, but not a mil, like tracking great. Mm -hmm. And so I've been keeping a, a, an idea, but there's days where I'm like, oh, I missed this or I didn't do that. And I've been eating closer to maintenance, mm -hmm. and it is very mentally different eating closer to maintenance mm -hmm. than it is when you're eating on that diet thing. You like feel fitter. You feel like, but you're like, Oh, I did something today. <laughs> and now I'm eating more. And I'm like, I did something today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you sense the different tone? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So same words, different tone. Like there's been like donuts in my diet. Uh, this love now. God, I love that for you. It's so good. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I probably, I definitely gained a ton of weight. <laughs> And so I got on the scale. Know better. I, I know you mentally know better. Yeah. I, but I wanted this. I There's want people to understand. This yeah. suspense is killing bit. me right now. What the know, hell right? did the scale say? See if we can drag this out any longer. 1.6. So it, I didn't. You didn't really do anything. Anything. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I, I, it was two pounds heavier than the lightest that I've weighed in. Right. Which, big deal. Which, yeah. what anyway, is it? What's that extra weight? If it's if it's water weight, no, it no. might have. It, I might have gained two pounds. I don't know. Either way, because I'm not pounds. doing. Yeah, but either way, you think you've gained pounds. a flush, perfect two pounds. I'm just saying, I'm, in terms I'm, of even if it is body fat right. that I gained, I don't think it is. No, it's it's not. It's water, gut content, glycogen content, and some body fat. I think most of it's probably gut content because I've been eating more. Yeah, and that's a really strange concept that I've told so many people. I'm like, well, you have to understand. But then to actually understand it yourself, when you see the number on the scale, you're like, oh, it's probably this. No big deal. And then later you're like, but is it? Are you sure? I'm like, there's always, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just there. It sits. Yeah, Where do you weigh yourself? A on a scale. Where is the scale located? In the bedroom. How's the lighting in there? Is it in front of a mirror? I have a question. Where is this going? I was going to say, I'm like, what, <laughs> well, why what would you the stop the train before be it got to the station, well, people? I'm concerned about the train. What's on I, the train? If it's in front of a mirror and you have it's lighting, no. I highly recommend you get the daylight bulbs. So you're just putting anabolic lighting in there. So while you're weighing yourself, you're automatically oh. going to feel better about what you're looking you at. Check myself. So it's out. less of an impact when the scale what isn't quite What if I put a poster no. up of like a really ripped chick? And then I just pretend that's me. If the rib <laughs> chick is in a mirror type poster, yeah, yeah. so you can still yeah. pretend it's you, then yeah. yes. Cool. Or just cut the face out. Oh, yeah. So you can stand oh, there and it'll be idea. your face that. looking at that's you with idea. this. Yeah. It's like you can't you not see yourself. You think Aaron would be mad if I covered the whole mirror with just like no, a No, he would love that. No, because it would look like a rib chick every time he would look like a rib chick. He's like, how do my pants look? No idea. Cool, cool, cool. But man, do am I in shape today. Can we make a company that makes a mirror? covers mirror it's not a bad idea we just got to talk to the circus owner 
The, oh, the circus people. Don't the circus people have those things? Like fun you? mirrors? No, where you put your face in the thing and then you take pictures with it. I think that's kind of everywhere, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Where did it originate, it though? Maybe like I don't know why you think it was the circus. I don't know either. The circus just sort of popped into my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, wait, the circus? <laughs> what are you, are you trying to... All right, I like the circus, right. but I don't trust the clowns. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, Tiny cars and beady eyed gaze. I think you're not supposed to trust the clowns. All right. Yeah. I mean, it really did clouds dirt, clowns yeah. dirty. As you hear, my friends are with me today. We're here, and just, we're on just topic. Friending <laughs> it up. How are you guys doing right. today? You guys doing all right? Mike, how you been? I've been good. Thank you yeah. for asking. Yeah. You're very welcome. Yeah. I'm on a, a break from the film ministry for a, a little while. Um, I don't have anything coming up till like May-ish. So, yeah. Which it is March currently, so. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, so happened very break. quickly. It's about April. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is, right? A couple weeks. Don't rush it. The no year's rush flying. It. I mean, we, just, we just finished with, with Fear the Walking Dead, so that was the final season of, of that. Um, I think that comes out in May... Oh, they're like done, done. They are done, done. Oh, yeah. wow! I didn't know that. And that's basically yeah. the prequel to The Walking Dead. Um, so that was a, it was a really fun show to work on. Oh, is that why they're done, done? Is because they ran into the other show. <laughs> well, yeah. they they could have taken as long as they well, wanted, you can only but go so, so far. far. <laughs> <laughs> you can fit a lot of info in there, but yeah, I believe that one ends where The Walking Dead picks up, and you think The Walking Dead's over as well. So they've they've got a couple of spinoffs with. Uh, like the Rick and Michonne, I think, are doing their own spinoff. When does it become the Crawling Dead? Because they've been walking so long. They've been walking so long. <laughs> so right. long. Right. That's a really good question. <laughs> These zombies, they no love cardio. No longer walking dead. The no longer walking dead. Everybody's just dead dead. Uh, and fear the walking dead. You get anxiety of the walking dead, so it's a little less than the fear mm, because you're getting slower. I like <laughs> right. that. Yeah. All right. Anxious moments of the walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> ah, is that... Okay. Chrissy, good. how are you doing? I'm Okay. We've had some shit go down oh my God. recently, so yeah, mucho stressed. But other than that, I'm okay. I'm here. I'm you seem to be holding it strong with the Thank stress. Thank you. That's I'm an incredible. You have a very tough exterior. <laughs> fake it till you make it. Very yeah. pretty tough exterior. When do you ever make it though? Like yeah, I don't anybody. know. Is there I a make it? There point? isn't. But we keep lying you, to ourselves. I keep, that the there funny is. thing is, as we're talking about it, like you've made it. It just you just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I thought it. this before. Well, I'm, I'm and grasping said, onto like the world keeps turning regardless. Correct. And so I'm just yeah, kind of yeah, here yeah. for the ride. Yeah, nothing gets easier. You literally just get stronger. So you've you've made it. You just keep moving. Yeah, I, I have that same thought about like when does potential become reality? <laughs> yeah. Like you have such great uh, potential, but when is it actually like? When have I reached that potential? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> isn't it always the best Well, potential? here we all just depressed. And <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys are having a better day than we are. All right. Reach your potential, people. Speaking of the uh, downtrodden of ourselves here, <laughs> um, a lot of people get that that way this time of year, and we're going to talk a little bit about those of you that have made New Year's resolutions. Some of us have made New Year's resolutions, and... Between now and the beginning of the year, a lot of people start them. They get motivated. They start moving. And as we said, uh, numerous podcasts, motivation is very fleeting. And so when that motivation starts to die out, what do you use and how do you keep yourself going? And and then at this point in March, uh, this is the end of March, a lot of people have stopped. Yeah, I think that's pretty common. I think people kind of make a New Year's resolution and they hit the ground running and they like full commit and it's fucking hard. Too full to commit. Yeah, yeah, they're too full committed. They didn't do the little tiny changes over time right. and then it just becomes like overwhelming for people <clears throat> to keep no, I mean, doing they're, that. They're trying to reverse 10, 20, 30 years worth of, of you know, failed physique and, and health issues in one New Year's resolution, which I don't really like 
the New Year's resolution term. I, I'm fully support. I like the beginning of the year as this new you know, moment in time. It's, it's, we're ready to, to change things and, and reset. But I think New Year's resolutions itself, the term has a kind of a 50-50 negative connotation where some people are just like, I'm not going to do that. That's so cliche. And some people are going to do it, but they're going to hit it way too hard yeah, full commit. on yeah. that front. So the motivation is, has been literally demolished when you try your extreme fix. It doesn't work for you. So like motivation is even on the radar at that point. You feel so lost. You have no clue what to do at all. Yeah, it's that managing expectations, yeah. I think, is a... I mean, I've come to realize that's a lot of life, just kind of managing it expectations. It is. It's funny how many you know, lap-overs there are from the fitness and health yeah. world to all of life. Yeah, like if we're doing anything, even just as friends, if I'm like, hey, I'm going to be there in 30 minutes and I show up in five, you're like, oh, cool, you're here early. But if I say, hey, I'm going to be there in five and I show up in 30, you're already like, where the hell have you been? Right. But I've showed up at the same time. That right. didn't change, right. but the expectation had changed. And so it's just managing expectations. It's the same thing with yourself. Managing expectations for yourself. Everybody also sees people who are in shape and think, I got to do that. Everything yeah. that they're doing, I have to do all of those things at one time, go. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Yeah, and it doesn't work like that. You know what I wish we had? Not just New Year's resolutions. Like Maybe if society had just deemed quarters of the year, like there's like a day that like right, and so that we can instead of making one news resolution, we could like start with one, and then like the first quarter quarterly re-engage your mindset. Stop. Yeah. yeah, we just need to make it popular, <laughs> so it's on the calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, honestly, that's that's kind of genius too, because it it takes eight to twelve weeks of really really trying something to see if this works for you. So you, mm-hmm. if you thought of things in three month blocks as not a failure, but okay, I've, I've tried this. Mm-hmm. This was kind of working for me and this wasn't I'm going to pull this out I'm going to try something new in its space let's see what the next three months brings yeah because like a full so it's something that's saying that a full year's commitment is a lot but it's like you're going to day one change all of these fucking things at one time and full commit for the you know at least the whole year and keep them all you know it's like that's too hard it is too hard so I feel like if we had new quarter resolutions that would be cooler I love that I actually tend to work in 12 week training blocks for most people that don't need frequent changes Victor's on those now. I just put my, my newest client um, on that setup. I've got his stuff basically built out. Uh, and I like the 12 weeks. And the, the stuff that I prescribe is, like I've said before, is this is your optimal. I do not expect 100% right off the bat or even throughout. We yeah. get 80% of this and you are continuing to get better and better at hitting these optimal numbers. You're fucking killing it. And that kind of makes me happy with with that mindset, as opposed to getting all these things done right off the bat. It's overwhelming. It's yeah, overwhelming. Totally. Yeah, it's almost, life change happens slow. It's almost like if you can set it up in phases. Like week one, we're gonna just do this. I don't want you to do anything else. Don't focus on anything else. Just focus on increasing your protein intake. Don't, well, that's all that's the, only the thing benefits we're of having one. a coach, right, and not just being yeah. someone who's like full commit. You know. But I mean, without if you guidance. Can do that for yourself. The problem, though, too, that I feel is really tough to overcome is how our society in general has created this idea of immediate change and drastic change immediately. Oh yeah. And so if you don't see an immediate physique change or if you, you like you lose a pound, you're like, great, I lost a pound. (laughs) Nobody cares. Like, like that's not a big deal. Although if you do that every week, you've now lost 52 pounds this year. Yeah, that's huge. You know what I mean? Like, and that's dramatic. And I think that is really hard for people. You're right. Because people are signing up and like, especially if you go to my fitness pal or any of them not knocking my fitness pal particularly, but anything that tries to dictate your calories. They're like, well, what are you trying to do? Trying to lose two pounds a week? 
You know, and it's like, yeah, sure, that would be <laughs> ideal, but like, not even. How many people are like two pounds a week? I got to fit in a bathing suit in a month. Right. I need to, lo- yeah. I need exactly. to lose eight pounds yep. in, in this week. For the next four weeks. Yeah, where's, where's a workout program that drops me 40 pounds in, in 30 days, like on yeah. this magazine like, That would be cover. super like, cool, yeah. but like, you can't even put 40 pounds on in 30 days. No. You know what I mean? And that should be easier than losing the 40 pounds in 30 days. So it's like, let's think about it that way, right? right. Like, <laughs> it would be pretty hard to do that. I feel like that would require logic, and just logic in general <laughs> is... Suck at is, that. Is, is, general, yeah. But there's, yeah. there's just also, there's so much... One, there's so much good factual information out there. But there's just as much, if not more, no, it's sales clouded. tactics, shitty information. So you True. get the decision paralysis. You don't really know where to start. And then when you do start something, you don't know how long to keep that up before you change to the next thing. Like this, everybody's walking in these these lost little circles, which keeps them in the same place for. Yeah, fucking everyone's just ever. spinning their tires. That's why we're here. So that is why we're, we're talking. We're going to get you out of that stupid circle. So we're talking about New Year's Eve resolutions, those type of things. Now that you're at this place, you're at this place right now where you're feeling dejected. You feel as if you have failed on the thing that you set out for that you were so determined on. On December 31st, you were like, this year, what's the saying? Uh, new year, new me. New oh, year, yeah. new me, baby. And you thought this year was going to be your new year, new you, and now it's March, and you're like, same old me. Same old me, didn't change. Mike, Set us up for success. I'm here. Now I'm going to use my sultry voice. Oh, just so oh, I, can oh really, I like it. That helps you more successful, really talk I think. To I think so. Here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily a Mike, fitness, I want you to do it like it's a movie trailer. All right. Now we've got two more months until summer. <laughs> Step into this action-packed sequel where you walk into the limelight, shredded to hell and healthy for the first time in your life. In two months? Well, we got a little extreme there, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. It's a movie trailer. Let's, let, let's pull this back. Let's pull this back Shredded a to hell bit. compared to your former self. <laughs> no, we've, it, we do have, have two months and, and eight weeks now. If you've got it in your mindset when you're 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight, well, hell, even, even 20-ish at that point, to, to fix this by summer, you've already lost the battle. You've yeah, already man. lost the battle. So right now, the game is literally about... Setting expectations. Setting like, expectations, but making good progress and yeah. making physical changes that you can see and be proud of. Right, you can't get stuck in the mindset where you're like, I know I can't do this by summer, so I'm going to not do it at all. Correct, because then what, <laughs> next summer you got the issue. <laughs> yeah, next summer now you got five more pounds. You so what, what I try and shape people for at this point is literally we need to not think about this summer, okay? This may be the summer where you get to a point where you are a little more comfortable being also, in a bathing suit pause. or being out. If you're a fat person and you want to go out on the beach and enjoy the beach, fucking do it. Do it. Don't do this thing where you don't live your life because you're like, well, I'll do it when I lose weight. Well, I'll do it when I lose weight. Do it now. You're going to miss it otherwise. Do it now. Now, you can do it now and, and know that you're not. You're going to feel a little insecure, but you're still going to enjoy yourself. Make it a point, but go out there with a the mindset of, this isn't going to be me next summer. I can't wait for these people to see me next summer. I'll be healthier, happier, fitter. Now, notice I put the fitter portion at the end of that because it's the happy and the healthy that that can be generated now mm-hmm. as opposed to, to waiting till the end of your physique journey at that point. So going out onto the beach now and trying to get that enjoyment when you can, and it's, it's tough. I am never going to trivialize what, what somebody who's overweight has to go through. Yeah. And honestly, it's not your fucking fault. All right. It's advertising. It's not understanding the psychology of eating. It's being stuck in a rut. It's not knowing how to get out of there. This is not your fault because you have not known until this point. And now we can figure it out. 
So I feel like that's a slippery slope. I get what you're saying by saying it's not your fault, but I'm also one of those people that like, yes, it's not easy, but you have to take ownership of your actions. Once you know how you to do, do that, yes. But that, but still, we live in an information age where you can find this stuff. How sure, many times? Man, how many times have you been paralyzed by the information you found online? Lots of times, but almost I almost every continue... time until we started getting you dialed in. Like it's, it, it. I know what you're saying because discipline and and taking responsibility for your actions is huge in this yeah. society and it doesn't happen enough but there are legitimate studies that are showing like the the prevalence of food that's out there and when you don't have a lot of money and you're buying the cheap shit because you think yeah, that that's all the, you can that's do that's brutal yeah. and that stuff goes down so easy hyper palatable you don't yeah. know why you're gaining this weight and when i had did done the fit to fat to fit scenario like your emotions are off and you need that comfort food and dieting is hard and motivation is even harder and getting up because your joints are aching you don't know where to start like this shit piles the fuck on and you're like why am i this way why am i this way yeah. So when I, I say feel it's like not somebody's fault, like sure, you could seek have. out that information, but a lot of people are also overweight and stressed and have kids and are working their way up the corporate ladder. And it's just everything's going against you where you think because of what you're being sold, you have to have this next extreme workout. You have to work out four or five, six times a, a week. You have to eat chicken and broccoli. Like the average person cannot fucking do that. Yeah, not happily. So it's presenting... Yeah, it's right? not, <clears throat> Barely even if at all, but yeah. definitely not happily. So it's presenting these people and trying to get to them to, to show them that there is a way. And now once you've shown them a way, yes, it is time for them to legitimately take control of that, of their lives and, and apply that discipline and work with me here or any other coach or whatever. You want to try it yourself, try it yourself. It'll be harder, but that's why we're trying to put out this good information. Yeah, But absolutely. when you're in that spot... You need to find some help. It's just like your mental help. You know, when you need to go see a therapist, for a lot of people have a hard time swallowing that. But I'll tell you what, everybody I've ever come across could use a little, little bit therapy, of fucking therapy, yeah. myself included. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we bottle a lot of shit up, but it's the same thing. You need to get help. It's just the source that changes from one person to the next. Random tangent. You think there's just a whole bunch of therapists who are just effed up walking around because they have to hear everybody's problems all the freaking time? I think time? about that sometimes. I have found, I mean? like, heavy, I've also right? known some therapists, and they're just fucked up individuals as well. But I think in order to really help people, you got to be a little fucked up, too. You have to have experienced shit so that you're not just talking out of your ass for things. You have experienced. Life has brought you low in some realms. You have experienced things that allow you to, to pull from that depth. I just think about that sometimes. Yeah. It's just wild. Like mm -hmm. You're hearing people's <laughs> deepest, darkest, awful things. Yeah. And all day. Like, all day. Like, that's <laughs> just what and you do. And how do you not empathize with that if you're a good therapist? And yeah. how do you... Yeah, and you've got to continue. Yeah, I feel like be... it would be exhausting to be a therapist because oh, yeah. you're just having to empathize with so many people all day long. Like, I don't know how yeah. somebody like that would really recharge. That's... I don't know, cocaine, video games, whatever. Cocaine and video <laughs> games. Why not, Michael? That sounds right. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I anyway, I kind of cut Michael off yeah. there. You I, were, I went on the tangent you were talking there. about um, getting... You know, it's March, and we're trying to figure right. out how to get back on the train right. there. Right, right. So this, this is the time to kind of start that, that intelligent coaching program. If you've never worked out a day in your life, it's time to, to work out one to two days a week. And if you've never really dieted successfully, it's time to cut your calories. Like, go to your calorie counter or... You know, yeah, it's super important, I think, for people to realize that they only have to make very tiny changes, correct. right? Like You're looking to make a 1% body weight drop per week. I was yeah. going to say, even you, you said about working out, 
even mm-hmm. if that workout, like, it depends what stage you're talking about people starting at. I was starting at a place where I was able to actually get in a gym and do a workout. Right. There's some people that they, they don't feel that they can or mm-hmm. are they're just not ready do, for They're that. not ready yep. there. Go for a walk. And I, yeah. that walk doesn't mean you have to walk 12 miles. I mean, walk around. <laughs> literally walk just block. walk more than you walked before. Right. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. No, I, literally I, just do more than you've done you before. Know, I'm, I'm always going to put the priority on resistance training. And, yeah, and these days on Amazon, saying, you, you can get, can a, get a, to that. No, I, I want them there now. You're right. Getting the extra steps in is great. But if you can't get to a gym, the resistance training is going to make the biggest results the fastest. So even if you didn't start walking, the resistance training should be the very, very first starting point and then continue to move. Because again, think about somebody who's, who's 300 plus pounds. Walking can be painful. But if you have resistance bands at your house in front of your TV while you're watching TV and you're doing some exercises, yeah. like you don't have to go yeah, anywhere I, for that. I, get, I understand. No, no, I do, but you, I have you literally buddy. nailed it that that not everybody's in the same spot and we all have to start from, I went just to another extreme. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I have a buddy who lost over 100 pounds um, just walking. And literally it started, he would just walk on his lunch break yep. at work and he would walk, first it was like down to the end of the thing and back. And then eventually he was walking like a mile wow, and he was walk, and he just kept walking and he lost over a hundred pounds. Yeah. Literally the only change he really, I mean, he stopped like he cut out like some sodas, like he yeah, so that's the other thing. I was going to say that I think food in your diet things, might be yeah. like the, the easiest thing to change. First. But all he did was walk. <clears throat> and now I'm really on him. I'm like, you should really start the resistance chain right. training mm-hmm. stuff. Cause you'll notice it easier to keep weight off and to do stuff. Cause he struck like now the only problem with the walking part, that I see is like now you're stuck and you have to walk that much. Like or, if you don't or even more walk that to much, continue that, that process. Yeah. But that's why too, they, if walking at that point is going to be mostly getting rid of body weight, which at a certain point can be muscle and connective tissue. You're talking yeah. about like your marathon runners. Yeah. Whereas if you start your minimum resistance training, it doesn't have to be more than 15 to 30 minutes a day, twice a week. That will maintain your muscle mass and even put on a little bit of muscle in combination with a diet as that walking is continuing to create more and more of a calorie deficit. So you're saying like an hour of your time a week is That's a good right. starting point. An hour place. out of your 168 hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, I mean, subtract sleep and work and fun. Who but sleeps? You know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Sleeps for the dead. We can find one hour. One yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah. Especially you break and it you know, up. So you don't even have to do one straight hour. You can break <laughs> it up and head to whatever manageable time slices you have and Absolutely. you can do it because Doing it, even if you do it in 15-minute increments four times a week, that's more than you were doing Same. before. Yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if, I did if that if you want to do uh, an exercise every commercial, I don't care if you're a couch pedal. You want to sit and watch TV for 24 hours a day, do it. But have some resistance bands or dumbbells or something and at commercials or breaks or when you finish a quest or level up on something. I think they're ads now. They're not commercials anymore. That's probably yeah. about right. But it's, they're, at least, <laughs> they're at least a minute. Yeah. You, you can get an exercise knocked out of the way, but that's how like a, a overweight gamer or binge watcher can actually yeah. increase their health at that same time. Like you just do it on the breaks. I, if, if I'm playing video games for a long period of time, like after I get to each little stopping point or after one of the online portions where you're trying to kill everybody, like I'll knock out some push-ups or sit-ups or something. All right, Mike, just so to I'm going to be the person here who is going to ask Ooh, you some I questions. Ooh, I like this. Okay, so my question is... you got to use a voice. My question is... If I was like sitting on a couch, right? Yeah. I'm a couch potato. Maybe I'm a heavy set person. Yep. Um, I can't do push-ups and sit-ups nope. since that's beyond me. Yep. So what would you suggest is something that would be reasonable for me to be able to start with sitting on my couch? Um, well, you know, I like to get full body. 
Yeah, sure. So it's one of those things. Again, you, you wait for that, that ad, commercial, breaking your video game, whatever, and just getting up from the couch for somebody like that, depending on how heavy they are, yeah. is their lower body exercise. So repeat that. So stand that. up. Stand up. Stand up and And then down. lower yourself back down nice and slow to the mm-hmm. couch point. Not to the all the way back relaxed portion, but until your butt hits. Right, we're doing like kind up. of couch squats. Essentially. Yeah. yeah box okay. squats, yep. if you will. Yep. Yeah. Couch box squats. So doing a set of what anywhere from. What if your couch from, is a box? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't a sit set on of it. anywhere I from at all. Four, to, yes. four to 12 or 15 reps. Like, you know, if it's hard for you, mm-hmm. then your four is your strength training yeah, portion. Yeah, you absolutely. work your way up to lightweight. Then you can even slow that down. Then you can move to. That's true, like time under under resistance, right? So correct. you do this motion yep. slowly. That's and then you if you hit 15 reps and you can do 15, now do 15 slow reps. There you go. You know? you and then you upgrade. You're not going to hit 15. You're not going to hit 15. Then you upgrade to, to single. Like you would stand up with both legs, then you would lower yourself slowly on one leg mm-hmm. at that point and alternate. Um, and then having resistance bands <laughs> on hands where you can do, you know, anchor that down. You can do curls. You can do overhead presses. You so can like do I would put flies. my feet in the band and then I would grab the band and I could do, you could do curls feet in the band, with it. Yep. Or, or you I could anchor it behind the couch okay. in a way so you can reach over. You can do kind of flies with it's that. It's good to talk about this because press. like we say, oh, just do some couch workouts. But like we're very familiar with workouts. So like Absolutely. for us, we can figure fair. that out. But for some people, yeah, they what? What? What is a workout? What is a couch mm-hmm. reasonable workout? So I and just want to like touch on. And if you don't on, have dumbbells, if you have. Like, if you're just starting, Soup just cans? use your arms. I, so I was just going to say, go <laughs> yeah. get cans, but get to make sure they're way the same. Yeah. And do, like, there are so many other things that you can use, because I know a lot of people, uh, we were just talking about how food's expensive. Weights yeah, and weights gym super equipment expensive. is super expensive. Well, that's that's yeah. why I like the resistance bands. That's actually part of my my starter pack that I send to any new clients. They, they get resistance yeah, yeah. bands. Good. They get the, the little glute bands. They get... A food scale. Uh, yeah, sure. You could put a, a band across your legs while you're Correct. seated and just do like adduction, abduction, adductions. Mm-hmm. Which one's out? Move Michael? your legs. Add. Yeah. You're adding add. duction. Yeah. You're okay. adding duction. Go ahead and add your duction. Um, yeah, but that's another one that you could do. See, I'm just trying to think of like. You're, you're absolutely right. And you know? that, honestly, that's where a lot of people's glutes are weak as it is for that external rotation. Yeah, so it's that a shit great, sucks. Mo- most people should do that in general. Yeah. But having that on a couch where you're doing that too is, is perfectly Yeah, you would kind of sit towards the edge of the couch. And maybe we should do a post of uh, couch workouts. It's not a bad idea. That could be fun. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, let us know if that's something you guys want to hit would like information on we'll maybe set up a video i'll make mike sit on the couch and work out mm-hmm. <laughs> um what an oxymoronic statement this reminds me of, of that stupid thing that i sent you guys oh ah. my gosh speaking of gadgets gadgets speaking of sitting this on is a couch. problem this is the kind of shit that people see that makes and, and this is not new they this came out around the time of like i think bruce lee had these things strapped to him and equated it to doing a thousand push-ups but the man also did a thousand push-ups. yeah he so did yeah this is where he, he <laughs> failed the fitness industry by everybody so, thinking this was doing it for Chrissy, him. what did you send us all right so i um stumbled across this ad on instagram for a product called bionic gym Bionic gym. Bionic gym. That's how I imagine you're <laughs> supposed to say it. And uh, it's essentially like it looks, you strap it on. I guess it was just for the legs, huh? They had arms as oh, well. They? So anyway, you strap it on and it's like one of those little zappy things that makes your muscles contract over and over and over and over again. And they claim that you will burn 500 calories an hour. And Which again, they if you watch the ad, they're tracking it via their their wrist fitness wrist trackers, watch, which yeah. what do we know about those? Yeah, so inconsistent. So inconsistent. Up to ninety percent incorrect. Yeah. It's that's I don't understand how it can be that incorrect yet marketed so readily 
available and like like they're really the same as everything well, else I is marketed. It, yeah, but I, I I mean like there's so many people in the fitness industry. Like why isn't that so much more? Like, I think it's hard to make a device that you slap on anyone's wrist that could then calculate how many calories that individual... Because it's, it's literally just burning heart rate or checking your heart rate to, to see how many calories you're burning, which is just not a feasible way of, of guesstimating your calories. Yeah, sure, your heart rate's up, but you could just be stressed. None of your muscles are working at that point, but you're stressed. I mean, you could have just, like, drank a bunch of caffeine. I don't know. Right. It just seems that's, like... That's my point. Yo, I noticed that on my tracker... Not the thing. I get workout minutes as I'm drinking a bang. Yeah, see <laughs> what I mean? Caffeine. And it are you burning calories so while you're drinking a bang? Like no. ten, I'm like, I had like 10 minutes of work. What did I do? I was like, I just drank an energy drink. I call drink. that chemical cardio. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, yeah, Looks so this thing, you strap it on in, to the tune of it's on sale for 750 Fantastic. American doll hairs. Save your fucking money. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the kind of thing that, like, those are not the couch workouts I want you guys to do. No. So let me, let me break this down <laughs> if you're ready. Do you have anything else? <laughs> I, I before so, you break it down, I have a question in this breakdown as well. Yeah. So here's my... If I'm going to break down, we could rule out your question. Uh, yeah, fine. I know. I'm I, kidding. Go I ahead. I just like to hear myself talk. So, um... <laughs> No, but I, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And in theory, wouldn't that actually work? Because aren't you just contracting is your muscles? Is this theory, you is this better not. than and not doing anything? No. Well, and well, does it not burn some calories? Doesn't it technically burn calories because it's causing movement in your muscles and it's causing tension? And is, isn't that time under tension what we talk about? And so if it's creating time that under tension, isn't that doing the same thing? No. No. Thank, well, you. I, Thank you for asking. No. So, <laughs> but I feel like that's a thought on, that okay. a lot of people It, it is the thought that a lot of people have. So, I mean, yeah. look, I think that if I didn't move at all versus sitting there and wearing that thing, I, maybe I would burn more calories, obviously, wearing the thing than not doing anything at all. But, like, your muscle is just contracting, 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 contracting. Like, it's different than... How is it contracting? Yeah, it's like little electric shocks. Like, Correct. you're not An external source. Yeah. You are not contracting your muscles. That is an external source that is contracting your muscles. Your body hasn't had to send any signals. It hasn't had, had to engage itself. I feel like it's not working either. Correct. Yeah. So, so these TENS, TENS units, I forget what that stands for, but these, these yeah. muscle stimulators have been used for decades for recovery purposes. Also, just to maintain or keep um, a patient's musculature from atrophying when they were like in a coma and things like that. They did not put these things on comas, and those people come out of comas like Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. So <laughs> it's that's just not how it works. So you're gonna have yeah, a great right? that's little how it recovery. Worked, everybody response. in a coma would just be covered in tens. That's units, what I'm right? saying. Yeah. So it doesn't work to burn calories. It, it'll get your heart rate up because you're a little warmer, sweatier, sitting sitting tight. But we're now trying to create this culture of get fit and don't do anything. Get fit without doing anything. <laughs> and I people don't want to hear this. But I, I saw a great post from one of the, the guys I follow, BDC C Carpenter. Can't remember the BDC BD Carpenter. Whatever, great dude. Always puts out really really science based shit. He's jacked to hell. But he goes over stuff how he had Crohn's. When people are like you're so shredded, he's like I have Crohn's, so yeah. I can only eat so well. But still phenomenal shape. He works around it. But he had somebody go up to the gym, and I get this, I get this fairly often, too, when I'm in a gym or a public setting. They're like, well, hey, you have great arms. What, what exercise do you do? What set rep scheme? And how often do you work out? And, and he's like, you know, I'll, I'll tell you those things, but it, 
It also doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't really apply to you. Yeah, he's been doing this for 20 years. Any <laughs> consistent workout, it doesn't matter which one's best. There are some that are slightly better than others in, in terms of science and what will get you that extra few percent out. But for the average up to almost the elite person, you just need to get after it. You know, and it also takes... I've been lifting for 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. It takes this is decades to put on like thick, legitimate body mass at, at that point. And even if you look at the, the early 20s kid who's all the beefed out, well, that kid also with raging hormones started as a teenager. So they've got five plus years of lifting under their belt too. It takes time. Years. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time and discipline and consistency. <laughs> and that will never change. I truly believe that will never change. Maybe a thousand years from now where they have a pill that turns off the thing to make you like that, that bull that doesn't have the thing and shuts off muscle growth. Yeah, that genetic, maybe, that genetic maybe thing. Maybe at that yeah. point, but, but for now... No idea what you just talked about. Oh, well, there's we'll like a, a genetic we'll a thing. Um, there's, a bull, there's a cat. Have you seen Muscle Cat? He's jacked. They're, they're missing like a gene or something that, that almost makes the muscle control or gain uncontrollable yeah, they to have a certain like extent. Yeah, they have super jacked it's, it's really muscles interesting. naturally, yeah. But we don't have that. No, we don't. So it, it's converting the mindset to stay away from gag shit that is promising you this fast change. And I'll tell you what, anytime I've ever played a video game where I got the cheat codes to it and popped those bad boys in and played for a little bit, I stopped playing that game. Yeah. So bored. So fucking bored. You yeah. will not respect the shit you get easily. You won't. You just fucking won't. Yeah, also, if like, it sounds too good to be true... It probably, probably is. is. It probably is. <laughs> so, in with the theme of uh, setting up expectations about expectations, I feel like the mindset of like I won't respect it is different, and I don't want to look at it that way. I feel like for me personally, I would rather look at it is I will appreciate this more. Instead it's of almost the same thing, but you're right. Is. That that is a more positive it way of is. saying I, it. Like yeah. I'm gonna appreciate what I did because I earned this shit. Right. And I'm gonna love this so much more. Like. I still have those moments, like, and we've talked about this before, but this body is new to me. Yeah. I am not used to it, and I still have moments where I'll be in the mirror and I'll see myself and just be like, fuck, I yeah. did something. There's no better way That's to fall dope. in love with your own body than, like, putting in the fucking work. Same thing with your yeah. house or your yard. It makes yard you appreciate your, your body. Totally, it's, absolutely. It's the work that makes you proud of what you've done. If you literally got it like that, where's the pride? At that point, it's literally all vanity. And that is not our, the main you know, piece of our personality when we want shoved out there. A lot of people will start their fitness journey with a little bit of vanity in mind. Like, I want to look better. I want to feel better. And I just... The, the, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, and no, I'm getting there. there. That's my last client literally said the word vain. I'm like, I, I hear what you're saying, but it's okay to want to feel good in your own damn skin. It's okay to want to... to not be afraid to take your shirt off on the beach and feel good about it and proud of what you've done. But the one thing about the fitness industry, or not the industry itself, but fitness in general, is that you can start off with a little bit of vanity in mind, but you are going to get healthier. You're going to be proud. You're going to just feel better on a regular basis. So the secondary things at that point that may be in your mind are still very, very positive things that you will get. It doesn't happen any other way. You could probably relate, most of you listening, to your careers. When you started your career, oh, you yeah. sucked at it, you weren't good at it, you worked your butt off, and now you're in a better place within your career that you're like, I did this. I got me here. It's the same thing. It is. It's that, that's that, that confidence in your career where you yeah. walk up to anybody else in there and know that you know what the fuck you're talking about. But nobody calls you vain because Own you're proud shit? of where you are in your career. No. 
It's just it's just when they want to put you down. It's when you from being proud of your your physical person. And when you do it, you can appreciate the work that got there. It's the same thing. Like it's really easy to see people who are in shape and be like, oh, they're so vain. And I mean, I did it too. See people posting photos of themselves in the mirror all the time, and I'm just like, get over yourself, bro. Like, <laughs> get over yourself. But you understand when you start to do a little bit of it, you're like. Yo, I get the work that that guy put in. Right. Yeah. It's, it would be the same it's thing. It's still a little gratuitous, what, but what if you're I not running a business, but. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get a few little muscles and you're like, fuck yeah. And then you see someone who's jacked as fuck and you're like, damn, that person put a lot of work yeah. in. Because you know how much work it took you to get oh, to where yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, dude, that guy has got to be really killing it. Yeah. And I, you can also not want that. Like, of you course. can also be listening to this and be like, ah, I would never want to get there. But you can at least. Learn to appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And you appreciate how they got what there. they did. Right. You don't necessarily have to respect how they go about and there's it. There's also no chance that you're going to wake up one morning. Oh shit! I got too huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you literally stop when you're where you want to be, and then maintain. That's a beautiful place to be. Yeah. But there's also in like in going back into into the thing about the the business and stuff. It it you can't judge all people by those people either. Mm-hmm. So it's the same way like somebody who's a millionaire and worked their butt off. There's humble millionaires and there's people who are like, I'm so rich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's and a big difference. There's also millionaires who got rich quick. And a lot of millionaires and multi-millionaires, are, they're super, well, yeah, that too. Think about lottery winners. Most, a lot of lottery winners go broke. I, I don't doubt it. They, they have yeah. nothing in place to do that. But yeah. my point is that a lot of the richest people in the world are just fucking miserable. I'd rather be making six figures a year and have zero debt. And I can just do all the things I want to do and I'm good to go with that. Because yeah, then I'm doing great. the things I want to do. I'm not hustling every fucking day from sunup to sundown to gain more wealth at that point. Six to, figures a year, though, is pretty... Like, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's you're, like... You're pretty well off at that You're point. very oh, yeah. well... You're considered very wealthy, very wealthy though, yeah. in our... I think the median is like 34000 a year is Holy like... Holy shit. Is what... Yeah, so if you're making right. six figures, you're in like the top... Like, I'm the, pulling this number completely out of my ass because I... I saw was a Gary V talking about it. That's that's um, usually where I get most of this yeah, financial type he, stuff and positivity from. If you're making six over six figures, I think it was, you're like the top five percent of the country. Damn. It's something ridiculous like that. I don't again, don't quote me on that, but it's something ridiculous I will quote you on, on that. that. Like because somebody asked if he's wealthy. He's like, yeah, I'm very wealthy. And he's like, because and he broke it down. He's mm-hmm. like, this is why I would say that I'm wealthy. Is yeah. If. If you're comparing yourself against multi-billionaires, no, I'm not wealthy, but that's just not the reality. That's not the average. They're they're the outliers there. You can get results at any stage of finances. You can get results and be happier anywhere you are. And you can always look at somebody above you and be miserable or judge yourself off of those people. In comparison. In comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes, 100%. So in all of these things that we're doing and all these examples that we bring up, is mainly to talk about it so that we could bring it back around to you got to do you and figure out the things that change for you to get you to where you want to go. We want to set you up with for success, just like we've been set up for success, but that looks different for everybody. Of course. Yeah, for sure. Of course. So let's say I'm with someone, it's the end of March, right? My initial thought process was I want to lose a bunch of weight by summer. So we've already touched on that. That's realistically not going to happen. You can lose some weight by summer, oh, by all ma- means. In of eight course. weeks, you can make some really good progress. You can progress make some really good physique. progress. So yep. Yeah, totally. Let's think about what would we suggest for someone who has not started a fitness journey. They're about to start right now. 
they originally wanted to be fit by the summer. So we first have to talk about managing expectations there, right? You're not going to be an ideal level of fit, depending on where you're starting, by summertime. But that right. doesn't mean that you shouldn't start right now. Absolutely. So so my recommendation, one, yeah, there's physical recommendations. But the first one is literally mindset. Start looking forward to next summer. Mm-hmm. Like start your fitness journey now so that by next summer, you never have to look back and every summer moving forward, you are just... A little bit ahead of where you were, yeah. Your, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Well, in a year, like you should be about where you want to be. About. Yeah, I lost yeah. 56 in a year. Yeah, Woo! man, it's doable. It's a thing. Yeah, it's very, very doable. But you're going to feel significantly better. Whether or not you hit your ultimate fitness goal by that next summer, you're going to feel damn well comfortable enough in your own skin to go do the things you're missing on this coming summer. So if you just can't get yourself out for the summer or you get out for just a couple things, but you've started your journey, you're starting to feel good, look forward to next summer. All right, then as far as steps go, Victor's touched on this multiple times. Get the protein up, get your steps up, and get two resistance training workouts a week. It doesn't have to be more than 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be all done in one sitting, but you just need to, to find a, a well-balanced program. Either reach out to somebody if you're in that spot where you want to get some help, or if you want to try it yourself, try it yourself. Look up a well-balanced home-based and or gym resistance training program that is twice a week for beginners and if you hate one of the workouts find you other don't things do that it, do the man. same like, thing don't life is too short right. there's yeah. a million stupid exercises a million i can tell you how many times that i've been i'm like they gave me that like because i've had other workouts or other people show me a thing they're like this works great for your abs do it and i'm doing like <laughs> this is fucking miserable i hate this but i gotta this is the only way i'm gonna find success so i gotta do it and then i'm like this fucking sucks and i don't do it even i've had a different attitude going into it mainly because Mike, you are very good at coaching and helping with people's attitudes and viewing how to do this. I can't even tell you in the beginning how many times I was like, fuck that exercise, I'm not doing it. And I just didn't do it. And I cut it from my workout or I just did one set and I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. And didn't feel as bad about it. And was right. like, I still did a whole bunch of shit. So, like, cool. You did. And that and one set was more than you've done prior to that. Yeah, so. and found results. Yeah. Now, could I have found more results? This is an argument, that, a ridiculously trivial argument that I got in with somebody. And they're like, yeah, but you'd be so much more shredded if you had done it. I was like, yes. But I'm also way further than I was before. Yeah, man. Like, who look, you If I'm happy, why do you need me to be slightly happier? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like this. yeah, but if you would have done everything, I was like, it doesn't, I'm not trying to become a freaking Olympic athlete. Right. Like, and had, again, we've talked about... Also, 100%. he did what was fucking manageable for him. Go fuck yourself. That's, yeah. And that's what you I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, if you, you can had only do what you can adherence, do. <laughs> you would not have been happy that whole process. Yeah, if you yeah. nailed 100% adherence from the get-go, you would not have been if happy. If you could have done that, you wouldn't have needed Mike. You, yeah. need, you right. needed you know the I mean? freedom to grow. <laughs> Even, so, like, and on the food aspect, this is... So, I have a question. I thought about this the other day. And... We talk about all the time when you increase your protein intake, you tend to eat less because it's easier. You're fuller longer. Right. The more protein you intake. So if you just told people, if the only advice that we gave was get your protein, add, let's say, let's add four ounces of chicken to every meal. Oh, that's, that's my go-to. the only <laughs> difference that you're going to make. I want you to add, every time you eat, eat four ounces of chicken. I love that idea. And, but and that's prioritize it. it. Put it on your plate and eat it first. Right, eat yeah. it first. Yeah, eat the chicken nope. first and don't change anything else. Do you think that just by doing that, like they don't have to track, they don't have to do nothing. Just eat four ounces of chicken before every meal. Do you think that would work and people would just kind of naturally start losing weight because they just wouldn't be eating as much? I, or I do, do you think that that would just be 
an increase. Like they no, would just. I, eat I think more. for most people, you would get a positive result out of that. In fact, I, I agree I would, with you. Yeah, I would add on to that too. Like I've started prescribing two plus servings of fruit per day for every client right now because more people are, are apt to eat fruit because it tastes a little bit better than veggies. Although I'll still push veggies, so I would say that four ounces of chicken and a serving of fruit. Like, I think with, one with thing that we don't talk about a lot is that people have different ways of eating. They do. Okay, so, like, I have a couple of buddies who, like, really need a lot of volume in their food to feel satisfied. So they're volume eaters, and they eat a fuck lot of vegetables, that's, right? That's amazing. And that, that works for them. Mm-hmm. Some people don't eat a ton of food. They eat a smaller amount of food, but it's super calorically dense, you know? Um, so it kind of depends on the person. It really does. But yeah. I feel like I flow between those things. There's definitely moments where I'm like, I just need to fucking, eat the world. Yes. Yeah. And I just can't stop. And I've had moments where I'm like, I just can't stop eating. Like I ate a full high uh, protein. protein meal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just want to eat. I'm not even necessarily hungry, but I just, I'm just still have this craving to eat and consume. And for me, that's when I will generally just eat fruit ad libido. Yeah, so that is the volume the volume eating hack, right? right? Eating a ton of fruit or eating a ton of vegetables it's or the, like it's the sweet fix. Co- it's still pretty high calorically. It's, you're looking at about 100 calories per item per, of fruit per item. Yeah. That's a lot. I feel it, like a but, banana's but not fruit is also anti-obesogenic and it's all carbs. So it's not something that you have a high chance of storing anyway. So even if you ate upwards towards maintenance or above, you're not really going to transition much to fat. I have been using lately when I feel like I've been eating or what I need to eat. I, again, I, we talk about this product all the time, but I cannot tell you if this product didn't exist, I don't know I would have succeeded. The Fit Crunch Bars, the Robert Irvine. Those Fit are still Crunch your go-to. Bars. Oh, and I noticed you got the uh, 30-gram Fairlifes too. I swapped over to those because per ounce, better cost-wise. Um, I got them because, so I, ha- I didn't swap over. I got them because they, I had them at Sam. They have them at Sam's. They have them at Sam's, yeah. And I picked up a case of them because I travel so much for yeah. gigs that I didn't like taking, uh, making a shake and taking a shaker bottle with me. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like the pre-mades. I've gotten a little lazy with that sometimes. It's not even laziness. It's, I don't want to sit there. Yeah, I can't not put my laziness on you. In my way. <laughs> I'm queen of laziness. You know what we've been fucking with lately is meal delivery things. So like we did. Which one are you going with? All right. So I've tried a few. Yep. So that's what I decided. For a while, I've wanted to try these things. I don't know which one's going to be good. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just keep trying a bunch of them until I find the one that I think works for me. So I tried HelloFresh. And that's, oh, those! I was. That's like, the one where you have I was to like waiting to see cook what kind it. Of meal delivery right. men was well, it like I'm Grubhub? Like, what do you I'm mean? I'm getting there. We're being very interrupted today. I'm just um, <laughs> I did HelloFresh, but I'm lazy as fuck. I don't really want to cook anything. All right. So then I was fucking with Factor, which is one. This is one I hear about they, often. That are already yeah, cooked. You one. just put them in the oven. Yep. You heat them up. It's like seven minutes of my life or whatever. And you can get like the high protein ones. Yeah, exactly. The so they have more high protein ones. Actually, the food is pretty good. My only complaint is that the portions are kind of small. Right. 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 Um, and so I'm still hungry. Uh, so this next one that I'm trying is, I think it's called Flex Pro or something like that. Oh, um, grab me at the name. <laughs> they also do meals, but instead of doing their meals, they also like have meal prepped food. Mm-hmm. So they send you prepped cut chicken and cut broccoli. And so all the stuff is already prepped for right. you, which is like some, another thing that a couple of my buddies do. Well, they'll, they'll prep all their food. And then they make combinations of meals throughout the week or whatever. Did you just have the chicken or the kitchen prep all your food for your week? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna play my employees to do is just prep all (laughs) my food for me. Thanks, guys. That's genius. I mean, why not? Hey, it's Um, a write-off. Cut all this up and uh, and then you just give it back to me. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm trying that. I haven't gotten it. Comes today. So, but like, I'm queen of lazy, and I'm out there. I'm I support it. If you have a busy life. 
do it and you have it's 100%. honestly it's cheaper than eating out like if you are someone who eats out all the time take yeah, a, take a, take a fucking minute and write this shit down and look at your expenses and see how much fucking money you're spending eating out absolutely because I guarantee you it's more than any <laughs> delivery <laughs> meal program thing so I've noticed technically not technically I've noticed a lot that in life in general you the, the, the if you're looking at like a graph or whatever is laziness is cool but it's going to cost you more money oh, if you don't sure. have the money you're not you're not fortunate right. to be the lazy right and uh also like obviously what you enjoy factors in because i actually enjoy cooking mm-hmm. so yeah, like for sure. i cook all the time i actually do don't stuff. hate cooking it just takes up time and also it does I'm like yeah the messiest human there's, there's ever, a balance between you know yeah. living below your means and if you can pay for all your meals or i'm delivered below your means and that makes you happier buy all fucking means i'm also cheap means. as hell means. so like for me like maybe we could afford it i just look at it and go i am not going to spend yeah money and, that, on and that. that's okay yeah, yeah. i'm just saying so it's what yeah. i also looked into the canned chicken i told you i bought mm-hmm, canned chicken mm-hmm. I have eaten the canned chicken now. I was like so adverse You were anti-canned chicken, so were you? Bad. It's an easy was. protein hit. Not, I judged you so much over canned chicken. And the, the quality chicken, is honestly lie. higher than you would have expected. Yeah, it's really it not be. bad. It actually is. I actually, I, so I've done it a couple times, and I'll just strain it, throw it in a bowl with the barbecue sauce, the G, I think we talked about it when Mike was in here, with the G Hughes, and that's it. Just the chicken with the G Hughes out of the can. Right out of the can. I like to hide it into stuff. I was able to, I did that because I was like, I want to, I'm going to, Try this and see yeah. how, how far can I take this? And it was great. <laughs> and I was I ate a whole bowl. I was like, cool. The only thing and my gripe with the canned chicken is it's so expensive comparatively to getting fresh chicken. Oh, is it? See, I don't so, even pay any attention. I'm like the worst at yeah, that. It's, so, wait, it's what? It's, it's expensive. so expensive. Oh, gotcha. Comparatively. So one can is uh like 12 ounces of chicken, I think. Mm-hmm. The, the big cans. Yeah, the fat right boys, there. yeah. But that whole thing was like 20-something bucks. So it comes out to like a, a couple bucks a pound. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's so it's more expensive. It's more expensive uh, than it's chicken. cheaper than regular chicken, isn't it? No. $2 a pound? It's got the numbers are different then. It was more expensive because I looked at it and it was way more expensive. And, and you got to bear in mind, too, like you're getting more protein in cooked chicken per weight than you are the raw chicken per weight. Yeah. That's true, too. That's we should true. crunch those numbers and see. I should look at it again. Beep, boop, pop, I, beep, boop. It I just remember sense. it being more expensive. Was like, so I'm you crunching them? <laughs> I just crunched them. <laughs> I was, he sounded like R2-D2. My kids. Well, he is solid with computations. He That's is. true. You know what skin. I tried recently? And this, we're on this food tangent. Yeah. I bought this protein powder. I think I mentioned it to you guys or sent it to you guys. Where it was um, cheddar cheese. Oh, Protein powder. Oh, you did send that to remember? us. Remember? Yeah. So I finally got just, it. It's actually pretty good. Can you, can you use it for like mac and cheese? Yeah, so that's what I've been yeah. doing. I've been making mac and cheese. I haven't. I'm going to bring you guys some. I'm working on perfecting <laughs> my recipe. Um, but once I get it down, I'm going to bring you guys some mac and cheese. And it's fun Fantastic. because I make it with high-protein chickpea pasta, so it's protein. Yeah. And then protein cheese. They also have a buffalo one, which I haven't tried yet, but I have a sample. They also have a non-flavored one, but who cares? About ew. That? Ew. Yeah. Patooey. Also, non-flavor. Non-flavor. So it's like, I don't know if it's ew. It's just... There. Just there. Just yeah. There. So I'm excited about it. I I'm know. thinking I'm so like many things. Mac I was and like, cheese every meal forever. Is what <laughs> one I'm of thinking. my favorite <laughs> things is that uh, we make is the buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. You could use this for that. Yo. Yeah. Yo. I have a little sample pack. I'll bring it to you. Yo. I'm trying to figure out because I think like I there. might want to try to mix it with like cottage cheese and blend it or mix it with yogurt or something to make it like a thicker like option. Cheesy. So, yeah. yeah, I haven't quite gotten it down, but I'm working on it. All right. So I'm actually putting together a uh, protein list today, like with pictures and stuff to send out to people. Cool. Yeah. 
Protein survival list. That's protein survival list, yeah. So I've, speaking of that, I have actually, you're, you were looking at my protein stuff. I wanted to try, because I've been eating closer to maintenance yeah. lately, that I was like, can I hit my numbers and do really well and eat more and not do as much protein powders? Yes. So I, well, that's what I did. Yeah. And I haven't touched the protein powders in a couple weeks. And I've still been doing pretty good on the, and I feel like I'm eating more then. You can like, also take in less protein when you're eating at maintenance. Uh, what? Yeah. Who wants to take in less protein? Then I'm not as full. Wait, wait, wait. Well, you, my you brain fit my other brain's... things in at that point, so you would hopefully still be full. I mean, oh, you're still trying to eat whole foods. Gotcha, yeah. My brain, like, froze for a minute. Wait, yeah. what? You can take it? Why? Why? Science because me. Science because me. your body is not at a deficit and kicking into any kind of survival mode where taking in more protein is necessary to make sure you maintain muscle and connective tissue. So if you're eating at maintenance, your body's not in any kind of a deficit. So you don't need as much protein at that point. To How much maintain. of not as much? Is what I, bare minimum is 0.85 times your body weight. I mean, that's about what I was eating anyway. No, you were eating more than that. Well, you were on the, the front end, but you can also do like one pound per, uh, or one gram per pound of, of desired Lean. body yeah, weight okay. is also a good go-to. But 0.8 times, what, what, is, what are you I mean, I'm 190. So, I mean, I was doing 180 is what I was eating. Yeah, I at. think that's about the same, isn't it? Yeah. I, know, I can't math that good. No, that's right. not right. So, 0. 0.85, I no, mean, 161. Oh. See what I'm saying? It's a, it's a big difference. Oh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think that 20 is... to 30 grams is a big difference, but it is a big difference. I mean, that's four ounces of chicken. So like five or six ounces of chicken. Yeah, or yeah. like one protein shake or yeah. one. Yeah, something. so the next time I give you information and you decide to scoff at me, Let's run the numbers. <laughs> no. Beep, 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 beep. Did I do it, Michael? I ran the numbers. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so that's, I've tried it without the protein. I've been eating a lot more protein bars, though. Like I said, mm. I, I love those Fit Crunch bars. Yeah. They are absolutely and I, yeah. I love so the like, Hero Bars. I, the Hero Bars are still my jam. My son started eating the Fit Crunch bars. Thank nice. you. Yeah. I, I love a protein additive, right? It's useful to get your protein up. But as someone who doesn't eat that many calories, I like to eat. Yeah. You no, know? So like, you. it's much yeah. more satisfying for me. It's actually really not satisfying because, like, sometimes it's like you have to eat a chicken breast. But, like, when I eat a chicken breast, I may not even finish it. And that's when I realize that, like, am I actually hungry? <laughs> you know? I've been eating a lot lately. I wish the world could see your facial expression on that <laughs> yeah. one. It's delightful. We've been eating a lot lately, the chicken, but I've been dicing it up little. Mm -hmm. like, so I'll take the chicken breast yeah. and throw it on a cutting board and I'll bend my bagel chef knife and dice it real little for everybody mm -hmm. and everybody tends to eat it better, better. and yeah. easier yeah. the kids especially that's that's when, when you have it to cut it easier. or go through big chunks it tends to be a little it bit does, drier right? unless you just nail it so the small chunks I and can see that and a lot of chewing like, it is yeah. I, I really like I like it diced up real small which requires more work on my end so I often will shred my chicken and I know that you're not really into shredded chicken but well, that's why the it's just easier for me to do it. Well, see, all I see, I'm so lazy. Yeah. See. The last time that I bought a not frozen so chicken breast, like that. all the time when I'm making my chicken, I'm making it in huge batches. It's frozen, and I'm pressure cooking it. Or right. I'm, you know what I mean? Uh, no, I bought. That, so I mean, that is the easy button right, right there. In the oven. Yeah. I mean, that's what I. For us, we we did. I've said this a million times, but we get a the five pound thing from the grocery store of chicken breast. Mm -hmm. I throw it all on a tray with lined with foil, mm -hmm. salt, and garlic, and kosher salt. Kosher salt and garlic, throw it in the oven for 30 minutes at 425, bring it out, it, let it sit, rest for a little bit, and then it's ready to go. And then whatever we don't eat in that moment, which we eat like one or two chicken breasts at yeah. that point, all the rest of it goes in a container in the fridge. Yeah. So you've been out. cutting it up raw though, right? And then cooking it or no? no? So you're cooking it cooking and then it, chopping it all and up. And then dicing it up once it's cooked. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 
so the kids even so we've been using that ramen trick that you talked mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. and just put a bunch of chicken in with the ramen and then i'll add like peas or something yeah, usually cool. too but i we tried it with the kids and i was like let's see what the kids will egg, do less by the way an egg oh, oh that's a good idea yeah thank you um so but anyway we so we did the just the ramen and the chicken for the kids last night because they like my mom makes chicken noodle soup sometimes yeah but it's got veggies and onions yeah. and all the stuff and they're always like oh, i don't want this and i'm like this is everything that you love about the chicken noodle soup and only yeah. that now. without the bullshit right. without, i feel yeah. you kids my daughter could not eat enough of it. She loved <laughs> My it. Girl. And she ate a bunch of chicken. It's been easy to get chicken in her that way. Even nice. Casey really enjoyed Yo, it. He just doesn't that's eat a much, good use for the canned chicken. It is. I will dump canned chicken in any kind of ramen, oh, soup. Yeah. But if I, I put it in chicken, chili, I will it. put it in tomato sauce and then put that on noodles. Like it's it's a good it's way a good to go-to. I like to hide cuz the canned chicken like it is canned chicken and it has that like canned chicken consistency. So like I I, like, I don't think I would put it in a bowl and cover it in barbecue sauce and eat it. It wasn't that bad. I, thought I would it add it to awful. rice in a bowl with some barbecue sauce, maybe a little bit of broccoli. Yeah, I did it needs to be too, like hidden in somehow. Yeah, some Parmesan cheese. Oh, I love Parmesan mm-hmm. cheese. Same. You don't so like Parmesan good. cheese? Oh, I, you're not no, That was a good, that was a good, ugh. ugh. I'm, I love cheese. cheese I used so to good. eat, we used to eat so much cheese. We used to, we love that, um, that balsamic, have you ever tried the... Like Bella Venti or whatever it's called, Bellagio or something like that, or I don't remember the brand, but it's balsamic. It's it, it it's deliciousness, but it, the rind the outside of it is it was like soaked in balsamic. Nice. Oh man, I do like balsamic. Me Yo, too. I didn't know where we were going you. with the balsamic. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Anywhere we're going with it, I just, I but they have that same brand. The same company has uh, that one, and then they do a lemon or a, a oil and herb one. That the, did you guys on the not outside. eat breakfast? Is that what? I, I had a banana. Okay. I am so hungry <laughs> right <laughs> now. Is it obvious? Yes, because it is. I am so hungry. Right now. <laughs> That being said, I need food. Yeah. Get yourself fed, my dude. We've, so, guys, uh, I appreciate you as always. Uh, if you have your, send your questions our way so we uh, have stuff to talk about for you guys. Yeah, so we feel useful. What is the yeah. thing that we said we yeah. were going to take a video of? Couch exercises. Couch exercise that's video. If you correct. want it, let us know. We will work on getting something like that out for you guys. I think that's pretty awesome. A couch exercise video I just thing. think it's a really easy place yeah. for anyone to start. Yes, because as you said... we. People are inherently lazy, I feel like. Oh, uh, like ev- nobody oh, really wants... No, can well, relate. That's, that's why we've invented all the things we have, so we can do less work. Yeah, but there's, le- so there's not a whole lot of people that invent as much things. I'm say- I thought you were trying to say the inventor, like there's a lot of people inventing things. No, 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 no. That's yeah. the whole point of inventions, though, is literally to make life easier. Yeah. We're all lazy. Lazy. Yeah. All right, lazy people of the pod. We love you. Beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs>